two movies, three rounds, one winner. Welcome to the Movie Battle Podcast. Welcome, my name's Liam and joined by Eamon. Eamon, and uh, as you can tell from the title, the first episode is going to be pitting Tim Burton's Batman versus Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. The uh, Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, sorry. The Dark Knight. Very official. <laughs> um, so, do you want to start with the first first category? Okay, yeah. Um, so, we're going to go in chronological order, so Batman will be first. Dark Knight second. This is round one, basically. So round one yeah. is music. music. So um, yeah, music is by Danny Elfman. Great composer. Yes, um, I first came to know it for me without me realizing was The Simpsons. Did The Simpsons? He did the theme to The Simpsons. Well, he told me that a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of The Simpsons, if you go to Spotify, and you go to the Batman uh, soundtrack, and you go to the rooftop track, and you st- you start listening around twenty seven seconds in, you will hear a passage of music that sounds almost the exact same as the Simpsons theme, as as part of the Simpsons theme. And it's, was that like just part of the soundtrack? Or was that actually? Because I don't remember hearing that. Was that? Part played in the film as well. Oh, I think so. I mean, it's rooftop, so presumably because just sometimes when they do soundtracks, like there's parts that aren't mm, don't actually come into. The I film, can't yeah. remember if it was specifically used in the film or not, but it's uh, it's definitely in the soundtrack. It's just interesting to hear him use and reuse similar um, passages of music or similar kind of techniques, the kind of staccatoing he kind of used. I can't believe I didn't realise that he'd ever done um It's so obvious like, when you when you listen yeah. for it it's so obvious. <laughs> like I think a lot of Tim Burton's like um oh, what was that film with Johnny Deppy and Edward Scissorhands. Well he's done about he's done pretty much seven thousand films. Yeah, no, when they're saying with that one in particular yes. stands out, the the music in that one was was uh, was really good. Yeah. Um, I, I think the only thing with Danny Elfman is that um when you first hear him he's amazing, but then it, it starts kind of repeating a little bit. Now maybe that's Tim Burton's fault more than more than Danny Elfman, <laughs> but um, but in this that he was fresh, and uh, I thought I thought it was fantastic, because um, I think what we have to remember as well, and this obviously applies to every round, but this is nineteen eighty nine. Now, outside of the comics, I'm a big comic fan, Liam less so. <laughs> so, uh, outside of the comics, you know, Alan Moore and Frank Miller. Uh, Saving Batman, for want of a better word, in the mid eighties, eighty six, Dark Knight Returns, um, was released, and that that kind of changed how people viewed Batman. And then mm-hmm. Killing Joke came out. I think it was eighty eight. I think Killing Joke was eighty eight, which was by uh, by Alan Moore, um, and they show this kind of darker, more serious side of Batman. But most, and for most people, at this time, Batman was Adam West. Yeah, and yeah. Th- so what, what, what? Um, Danny Elfman and, and Tim Burton were faced with was trying to change 
people's viewpoints from Fam- camp, family friendly, family colorful friendly yeah. children's show. Although we should, we should probably specify we do love that show, though. It is you, a great yes. show. But I know what you're saying. For a very different to... thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, in fact, I would I, I would sometimes argue that that Adam West Batman series wasn't a children's show at all. It was just one of the greatest comedies, comedies of all time yeah. that uh, <laughs> just people never really understood, me included, until mm. uh, until an adult. <laughs> But um, yeah. But um, they needed to separate Batman from from Adam West, and this score sets the mood straight mm-hmm. away. Yeah, it's gothic. It's dark. It's brooding. You can just yeah, because even the like, the opening, the, the, the opening of the film. I've I've been thinking like when the music plays, I'm thinking like. When I think of Batman, I, that when I hear that music, I just think Batman, you know. Mm. And isn't it like the the cartoon series, the anime series, kind of, yeah, 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 was based off of that. Uses kind of, a variant uh, on this, yeah. and because that cartoon was one of my earliest memories of Batman, yes. and that music kind of is in my head. And as you said, it it was based off of the music used in this film. Yeah, well, so, I think any nineties kid, <laughs> or even eighties kid, uh, Batman the animated series is the pinnacle of of animated television yeah. and. The uh, the theme for it was just perfect, but obviously mm-hmm. it was a variant of the theme for this. Yeah. Um, but it suits Batman just so well. I mean, you, you couldn't have gone better, to be honest. Um, well, like I, for me, like the base, I like I said, I loved the opening, like the opening scene or the opening of the film and that music that plays is amazing. But my favorite piece is um, when he's taking Vicky to the Batcave. Mm. That uh, that music yeah. is phenomenal. Yes, it's so good. Yeah, no, it, I mean it really. I mean, I think the word epic is overused yeah. a lot, but yeah. it really does First achieve. Scene, yeah, those... like, th- that was actually my, I probably probably my favorite scene in the whole film. It's that moment. Yeah, no, I, I can really. See it. You, yeah, and you pointed it out to me afterwards, yeah. and you played it for me on Spotify afterwards. I think it's like um, into darkness or something. I think that's what it is. Something something like, in dark, something yeah, darkness in it. Unveiling darkness, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. And it, it is a fantastic piece. Um, I, I think um, it's extremely listenable. Like, and we've bought many, well, I've mentioned Spotify mm. twice now. Like, yeah. I, I, I would absolutely go in and just listen to I mean, we're both classical fans, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I'm sure that helps. But... Uh, but remember we were, like, the other day, we were playing playing GTA, <laughs> and we just played it. Remember driving, it was that yes. night, driving the car... Up to the up the mountain, Yeah, up that mountain, yeah, and just with yeah, that music yeah. playing, it just, like... Fit perfectly, yes. yeah, so yeah. it's that kind of music that like it was perfect for that scene. But you could use it for so many different scenarios, yeah, and it would no, work like, just because it's it's so good to listen to. You yeah, know? no, I I just think as as a piece of music, it's fantastic. You know, just to listen to, mm-hmm. and, but as an accompaniment for the film, which obviously is what it is first and foremost. Like the the, the point of a soundtrack or a score is to accentuate the the viewing, yeah, enhance the film. it, like yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what it does. Yeah. And as I said earlier, you know, to break away from that early perception of mm-hmm. Batman, yeah. which it, it, it does so well. Such a tone, yeah. yeah so um, I loved it, absolutely loved yeah. it. Um, then in contrast, then we go to The Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, score composed by Hans Zimmer, who's... Another fantastic composer. Like, yeah. I haven't seen uh, Inception yet. <laughs> I, should, I have to watch it, but the music yeah. for that film is... Unbelievable! It's sublime. It's yeah, absolutely it really unbelievable. Is. Like time is one of my favorite pieces of classical yeah. music in the last thirty years. It works for everything. Like I, I often, often like uh, I remember years ago, not years ago, a few years ago, there was like a video compilation of Perlo 
and they've that music Andrea playing. Perlo, Andrea Perlo, footballer for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> off the top of their head. Oh yeah, Perlo. Yeah, everybody who watches Batman knows who Perlo is. I'm sure a lot of people know who he is who watch Batman. You know, uh, but Europeans the, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, the point I'm making is that like that music was used in the compilation video, and again, it's kind of like what I was saying about the Danny Elfman's piece. Uh, well, I suppose that's actually for Inception too. Yeah, we we're not. Yeah, 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 kind so. of gone off topic slightly. Yeah, sorry. Well, just, just we we know who Dan, we know who Hans Zimmer is. That that's yeah, the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on this soundtrack, the soundtrack for for the Dark Knight, I I thought it as I said earlier about um, the score for uh, Batman, in that the the point of a score is to be the benefit of the film mm-hmm. and to elevate the film. And that's exactly what this does. It's intense. It's yeah. moods. It's unsettling. In a lot of cases, it's unsettling. Um, well, like, for I, example, like, well, I just could say, like, for me, like, uh, the, the scene where he, where he, or Joker's giving the Scars story, mm. and it's just kind of like, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's building. Don't, I have a terrible worry. impression. We'll, we'll, but... We won't be having Liam sing <laughs> the scores to every no. film. But but there's like, it, it kind of, it starts building, building, and you're just waiting for that kind of, something is going to happen here like something really yes. bad is going to happen you don't know what or what exactly is going to happen but something bad is going to happen and I think what was great about that music it is it, um, I guess kind of what you're saying is enhances the moment of what's happening I think it possibly maybe for me it linked more better with the characters I think in, in The Dark Knight to a certain extent you think particularly you... with the villains mm. I, I thought that yeah that the music um in that sense, I think with with Joker and uh, there's a scene as well with uh, Harvey, well, two friends, Harvey Dent, uh, at the end, where when he has uh, Commissioner Gordon's son, and there's a similar kind of it's like a build music, but it's not as harsh as mm-hmm. the one with Joker. I think possibly because there's still an element of of Dent in there, mm-hmm. so it's not as harsh. Yep. Joker is pure anarchy, you know, just yes. one chaos, one track mind where. Dent, obviously, Two Face, you know. So I think yeah. that was a really nice touch. That I felt it was a, li- it was still, ha- it wasn't quite as harsh, but it had that similar build. So it was like there was still an element of humanity or pureness in it, yeah. kind of. Yeah. But uh, this is something I, I noticed. And yeah, I, yeah, no, you know. no, no. I, I mean, I, I can, I can see what you're saying. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I didn't hear that at that mm-hmm. moment when you say it. But I, I, I mean, wait, it's the funny score worked perfectly yeah. to, to, to to evoke what was going on yeah. to evoke the character. I, I, I think for me uh, I think Bat, like the Danny Elfman score I think made me think of Batman more but I think possibly I think uh, wait, so wait, wait, are you going to be voting now? Um, <laughs> okay well, 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 yeah. yeah sorry <laughs> going to hit myself um, how would you wish? um yeah, no. So just, just, just before before we go to the vote on on this, um, yeah. So I I thought uh, one thing I thought. See, looking back, and this is I think it was a victim of its own success in some ways. And, and I think this happens to any film or anything that's really popular in that it's copied a lot. And mm-hmm. so when it's copied a lot, it becomes cliche. And if something's cliche, it's generally not good. Um, and this soundtrack, the 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 warm. Yeah, but like what, what of, films? Have I mean, basically every blockbuster, action blockbuster since has has done this type well, of score. 
I, like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but maybe for me, I just maybe I haven't seen a lot of blockbusters since because I didn't pick up on that. And mm. I think the fact that I'd only seen, I think I'd only seen Dark Knight like once. If you listen in the to, past, if you see so it, in, I didn't in, notice that. In like uh, basically every kind of DC superhero film, except for Wonder Woman, like the soundtrack and that is fantastic. But um, they, a lot, a lot of these movies have that kind of whoom kind mm-hmm. of thing going on a lot, especially in the trailer. Here in the trailers all the time. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Again, I, I didn't. But didn't I, I that, think so it's it harsh it for me. to criticize it for that because yeah. it's it was kind of one of the first ones to do that. I feel. I, I mean, I could be wrong on that yeah. as well. But um, it's first where I've I've I thought it worked perfectly. But I remember enjoying the score when I when this first came out in cinema. I remember enjoying the score more than I did second mm-hmm. viewing. I think recently. that like you kind of have to go on what it was like before like is in mm. I think it's unfair to judge it because of what other films did after I think that's a little unfair no no no, no I'm not, you know? not judge it based on what other films did after but I think it's important to judge it based on the last viewing because I mean if I was to say that then like I mean would I say that the Turtles show from the 80s was better yeah, than yeah. Uh, um, Godfather yeah. no but when I was five I would have said yeah that. <laughs> yeah no I guess that's fair enough and, and listen it's it's kind of you feel it's a little I don't know if unfair is the right word, but just the fact that, like... I, I think we should just base it based on our last viewing. viewing. We yeah. probably should have discussed this beforehand, <laughs> but um, I think just go with your gut. What mm-hmm. do you feel is best? And for this, The Dark Knight, I thought it wasn't as listenable. It wasn't mm-hmm. as... A, as a, I'm not going to be going to Spotify and putting this on. I, that's not going to yeah. happen. But I think we're ready to vote, and it's probably obvious, I think, we're, we're going to go in it. But, uh, Liam, uh, what do you think? Yeah, Batman I, I think, I think for, for for score, I think the, the, one, the one for Batman was kind of more epic you know and it certainly kind of had the mo- that Batman as I said like at the, start, at the beginning like, oh so you are going for Batman I am going for Batman because oh, you said the Dark Knight earlier when you were like no. kind of leaning to no no I think I think let's okay, yeah, yeah. let's try and keep a bit of a structure here <laughs> so Liam your vote is Batman okay it's mine as well okay Batman gets two votes Batman takes the day on music it's music yeah. okay yeah. Obviously, it's obviously it's the f- our first episode, so <laughs> the structure mightn't be perfect. You know, uh, hopefully over time we'll. Yeah, there might be some harsh cuts. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some harsh cuts. Where the um, format where might get more um, uh, S- smoother. Smooth, exactly. Yeah, 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 as, yeah as, as we yeah, go on. Yeah, let's see. Maybe better if we don't. I don't know. Let's see yeah. what happens. Okay, so round two. Action. Round two is. Oh yes, well it is action. <laughs> That's good action. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Round two is action. Okay, so chronologically again, we're going with Batman, of course, um, because the the film wasn't suddenly re-released in that time we started this podcast. <laughs> so it's still chronologically before the Dark yeah, Knight. Yeah. Um. So. Do you want me to start with? This okay, one? you you start. Yeah. Go, you go. Okay. Um. I didn't think the action like. Okay, the action wasn't bad, but I didn't think the action was anything to write home about, for the most part. I think there was some really cool moments, but I, say, for example, the, like, I loved the bit at the start where, with the first two um, criminals up on the roof, and he just picks one of them up, and he's like, don't hurt me, and he's just like, I'm not going to hurt you. But it, like, inst- it instantly like, kind of conveys his power over them, you know, and how, how fearful they are of him. He literally just picks him up. He doesn't do anything. He's like, I'm not going to hurt you. But he's almost all, already 
in what he's doing and what he said he's already kind of nullified him you know what I mean uh, that was a cool moment but do you remember the first scene in the factory say when Jack has his accident mm. I thought the action there was very kind of stiff like I actually I wrote down uh, I had like like a plodding wrestling match like a punch <laughs> kick in a wrestling match <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, well, it I'll just ju- seemed so standard and just, there was nothing I, really... I'll, I'll jump in here Liam the first word I've written down here in my notes for the action in Batman the first word is wooden <laughs> um, wooden fight scenes yeah uh, it it was n- I mean I like you I mean moments there are moments yeah and I think to be honest more so it was it was um, Michael Keaton's acting that that pulled Save off it, yeah. that kind of that that, like, that intenseness yeah. I mean like you talking about that scene where we kind of we first see Batman yeah. and that was really cool and it was almost I, like I a horror that, film I actually. did and I did love that you moment know. where actually it starts off with a family a yes. young family a that was a play son, on his, on, you know, on mother, Bruce's mother, and his parents yes, wasn't it yes, yeah. yes, and yeah, son that was nice, yeah. um, although I'm so I was surprised that he didn't stop them being attacked. That he actually got them afterwards. Yeah. I thought he would stop them. But, you know, interesting mm. choice. Mm. But that sense of, 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 I mean, he was like a monster coming mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Um, I thought, well, but that, that's not really action. That's, it's more yeah, cinematography. Was, yeah. I thought the action was really bad. Mm. Um, like the wire work, it's so stilted. Like it's just, it's. I mean, it, it reminded me of... Well, like you said, wrestling earlier. Mm. I mean, it like, just felt like the punch, like Shawn affair. Michaels entering the ring in, in WrestleMania twelve or something. Like it <laughs> felt like it was just one. If you see Batman Descent, I mean, it's it's like he's going down a, a, an escalator or something. Really, I didn't. That um, now I didn't kind of. Yeah, and he, even the cloak, down. his cloak always stays mm. like out mm. perfectly. Like it never waves, <sighs> it never falls. I mean, it's just cloth. Yeah. You know how is it staying out perfectly? Maybe that's been a little nitpicky. But there was well, there was an amazing shot that I loved. Do you know where uh, he's in the airplane and Joker's looking up at him with the mm. gun? Yeah, I thought that was a really cool shot. You just see the, the yeah. plane descending down. It was actually I was we going to get to it, but it reminded me of the scene in The Dark Knight where he's on the motorbike and yes. Joker's kind of waiting for him. I, 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 really I, did, cool. I did, I did, I did notice that yeah. as well. I wonder I, was I, that I, 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 I get tribute and homage, yeah. yeah, to it or something. I, but I, that, that 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 scene, that visual was really. I did no, I know I did, I did. I thought that that that, yeah. that worked. Although I, I have to say, we're kind of jumping ahead. Well, we're not jumping ahead, but mm. I thought. I mean, I loved the <laughs> the revolver with the massive barrel yeah, on it. Funny. I mean, it's a really humorous yeah. look. But I did think it was odd that one shot from that would take down the Batwing. Like, and the Batwing is on on yeah. screen for a max for two or three minutes. Again, when I was watching it, I didn't. Think that, but now that you say it, yeah, there's probably a ridiculous. Well, I have to say, I do love that shot with the moon. Yeah, when the the, the, the bat so wing goes cool, up and it forms yeah. the, the, yeah. the, you know, um, actually like it, 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 it suggests or you know it, mm-hmm. it, the, the 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 bat signal later on. Like, yeah, it, it, you know, it, there was also another cool shot. Was you know later on he goes back to the uh, the whatever power plant or whatever it was. And he's yeah, driving which, which, out with with the Batmobile. Yeah, and there's all the explosions. Mm. And you just see it kind of coming out. I thought that was again, like I thought that was a really cool shot. And you know, when it was, <coughs> when it was exploding, it was like uh, in the last half hour of the film before he goes to the which, final. Which I can't remember exactly. I just remember he goes back into the power plant with the Batmobile. The easy power, uh, the, the, the chemical plant. Chemical plant. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Did, did I even know it here as well? I thought it was odd that it's called. I think it's called Axis Chemicals. Hmm. Not Ace, because in the comics it's Ace Chemicals. Okay. Uh, it's, I don't know why would they, hmm. they would change that? Because obviously you know Ace and Cards, Joker, oh, blah blah, yeah. blah. You know, um, but yeah, it was just something I noticed. It was just it was just odd. 
Um, but speaking of comic books, I did love the nod to Bob Kane uh, in in it. Uh, earlier, there's um, when uh, Vicky, I think, first walks into the office. This is totally unrelated to, 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 to action. But <laughs> when Vicky first walks into the office, they're showing, you know, they have an artist's description of what Batman looked like. And the the, oh, yes, the artist's yeah. drawing was Bob Kane, who was one of the co- one of the co-creators oh, cool. of, of Batman, oh. which I thought was fun. Yes, nice too. Um, with Bill Finger but, um, as well. Um, but... Um, where are we? Yeah, so yeah, the Batmobile chase scenes again. Yeah, I, just, I like that as well. I just thought it was just standard. Yeah, like just again, it wasn't like it, they, bad, but it wasn't they, like they were for Batman. You expect on, more. They were vehicles yeah. moving on a road. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like I, I I will say like the act because the action in Batman Forever I think is better. <laughs> I know Batman Forever is seen as like. Uh, yeah, and it is like look, look we might get we might get. I'm just there saying like, just an example. Like, we'll get there. At some yeah, point, but, but yeah, uh, I thought the action. Um, Again, it was just fairly standard, and it's not as if like oh, action scenes weren't as good back then. I mean, Terminator no, no. Is still amazing to watch, and that was like over five years. Yeah, before, yeah. There's no so excuse. Yeah, there's, like there's, no excuse yeah, there's no excuse so. for budget. There's no yeah. excuse for anything like that. I yeah. mean, because Christopher Nolan uses almost exclusively practical effects as well. CGI. Yeah. I don't think there's even any CGI in. Well, there is a little bit of CGI in, in the Dark Knight, but very, very little, and almost none when it comes to the. Uh, um, chase scenes and the fight scenes because Nolan is not a fan of yeah. CGI. There wasn't just to finish a Batman. Just for just one hundred bits. What did you th- say? Okay, yeah. you you go. For no, it. again, I think this was more of a visual. I guess it doesn't really fall in reaction. I don't know, but <coughs> I just um, when he comes out of the chemical stuff, you just see the hand and the glove bits of it are exposed. You see mm. his fingers, the green. Yes. I got. Does that count as action? I don't know. It was I, a cool I visual. It's <laughs> a bit of a stretch to okay. call that action. Okay. I mean, I was trying to find they... some positive to put in. You know, <laughs> if that's action, then every movement, like Vicky yeah. walks really well. Oh yeah, it's excellent action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good action. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, and then like you know, even like the final fight scene, like where he had he takes on like the the huge Ray Charles guy. Yeah. Um, I did like the bit where he fall when he knocks him down the spiral. Yeah, but it, it was so high up. I did like that bit. That was kind of cool. It kind of odd that Batman murdered him, though. Yeah, I was surprised by that. But I guess yeah. he didn't have any choice. I guess no matter, you know. Well, he, he could have. I mean, he catches Joker about yeah. ten minutes later. He could have yeah. caught him as well. I did like that Joker was dancing with Vicky as they were fighting. It was like <laughs> he was it was, mirror, it was like was a nice. choreographed kind of mm. um, the way they were kind of mirroring almost kind of you know it was like a, a ballet kind of thing going on, but it was like a they kind of mirrored each other. I and more waltz than a ballet. A waltz, sorry, yeah, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but um, um, but I, th- I thought that was kind of nice. Lima's our local dance expert. <laughs> um, but I thought that was, I thought that was kind of. Cool. Yeah, it was a good scene. It yeah. was a good scene, but the actual action going on in the scene, I didn't think. Yeah, it, was it wasn't amazing. But I did like that shot where he knocks him on the spiral case in the wall because I, I love spiral staircases. I just, I don't know. I Again, the it. spiral staircase was stationary, so it wasn't really that the staircase mm. was doing anything spectacular. But let's go mm. on to the dark, dark night. Yeah. So again, I go my first note here: night and day between the two. <laughs> <laughs> this is a phenomenal action film. Um, I uh, I think I remember reading, and I mean, I I remember just thinking it myself, and I'm almost certain uh, Nolan has 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 um, said this himself. But it feels like heat. It feels like I, a, you know. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but I, it is on my list. I really want to watch it. Such a great film, yeah. and but. 
Sorry, go you can finish. In, in many ways, I, I mean, because he Heat is is his phenomenal heist film, but also is is probably most famous for Pacino and De Niro sharing screen. Well, they were both in Godfather too, but they actually shared the screen for the first time ever mm-hmm. uh, in in Heat. And of course, you have what, a Batman in there as well. You know, but but also you have one's a cop and one oh, sorry, yeah. one one is 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 a is a criminal, and they come and they meet and they have this kind of face off. Um, so it's very similar to Joker versus Batman. Like there's a lot of a lot of um, uh, common themes running through yeah. the two films. Did he say he was an influence? I'm, I I I feel like he. Def- I I don't want to say it a hundred percent, but mm-hmm. like I mean I, I mean it's so obvious. Like there's no way it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it just it's yeah. not not that it ripped it off or anything, but just that you can you can see. The films just are cut from the same cloth. It felt it felt um, more like realistic as well, which yes. I liked. Like it, it, it just felt like Batman lived in the real world. Like even in that scene, the first scene in the parking lot, I just, just the way the, the way he was punching and the, the, everything was going. It just felt like it didn't feel like a superhero. It felt like real life fight. You know what I mean? It, it feels visceral, yeah. uh, and especially with remember this is two thousand and eight. This is. Like and you know, I, I'm a massive comic book fan, and I, I grew up watching and th- th- telling myself I was enjoying terrible movies, yeah. like a Batman and Robin. I remember loving that movie when it came <laughs> out, um, and even stuff like uh, a Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Mm. You know, I remember like watching that and enjoying it. You know, I mean, like these are the lies we had to tell ourselves well, when we were comic book fans back in the day. <laughs> but um, this was the first film. That said, I don't care if it's only a comic book. I'm going to make a serious film with these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first one to actually be respectful to the source material and to raise the film up to on about the same level as the best comics that have been written. Well, I thought um, I I completely agree with you. I thought the action was phenomenal, and I actually like. Again, I'd only seen it. I think I think I'd only seen it once, and that was about seven or eight years ago. So I'd forgotten a lot of it, and I thought it was like Jurassic Park level for like trills, like in mm. a lot of the scenes. Like I thought it was really, really yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's so many aspects of it. There's yeah. so many different scenes. There's never a scene that feels the same. No, even the opening scene with Joker yeah. and the robbery. Yeah. The 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 domino effect of the betrayals. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was so cool. Yeah. The kind of one after another. Great after ideas, another, and, and you know. Uh, then you have, I mean, uh, like you obviously have the amazing, the astounding chase scene with the truck the, flip oh, and, yeah, the, and the bike and so yeah. all of that. And you have the heist scene yeah. where, he, where he steals uh, Lao from uh, yes. Ducks Lao and when from, he descends, from, from actually, when he descends from that heist, my god, it's and it's like he's like a literally like a bat yeah. the way the yeah. the cloak falls, you know. <clears throat> and you can't help but see him gliding down that building. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, I think that was CGI. You wouldn't have noticed. I think some. Of, I I think it was. I, I remember watching um, a documentary. No, I'm saying I didn't notice. You know, you, know, you wouldn't notice. And, and to be fair, that's not. Obviously, you couldn't do that yeah. with the, with the effects in '89. I mean, this wasn't just wasn't possible. But there are many um, cases or many examples in the film where yeah. Batman is gliding through the air and, and it's, 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 as I said earlier, light and day between that. But even when they show him stand, but like when he's there earlier, I think before he does it, he, or he's like observing the heist and you're kind of like, hell, like you really get a yeah. sense of oh, how, yeah, yeah. how high he has to yes. jump from yeah. to the other side. And, and, and to be fair, you know? I think part of that is... He really, he actually really... He stood, I, stood, stood there. He didn't jump, he, yeah. but he stood. No, yeah, but since yeah. he actually really stood there, like, yeah, and I yeah, jumped, yeah. but it was still he like... He was standing on the I edge. Wouldn't that, 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 um, 
But Leo, you're saying about the chase scene at the motorbike. Mm. Uh, that was like actually kind of felt like it reminded me of like when you play GTA and you're just going at like an incredible speed. You really felt like you yes. were in the scene. Yeah. Uh, and it was well, that was a good like nearly ten minutes that scene. Because yeah, when uh, you're chasing Dent and you've got just, the bazooka, Joker, and all that stuff as well, um, it was so good. Like it's a perfect example of how because action films often get terrible rap, mm. and people go, "Oh, it's a stupid action film." Um, but it's a perfect example of how action can be done intelligently. It can tell a story. Yeah. It can be enthralling, and it can be as good as a- any piece of dramatic yeah. acting. Right? I, I think that you hit the nail on the head about it being enthralling. I think you said if it's done well, like, yeah. I think everyone the, loves the, the, a really good action scene. Like you know, the point of, of art is to is to is to grab you, mm-hmm. and and that scene, yeah, grabs. Well, you. just again, just like as I said, like my favorite scene ever in film is the T Rex scene in Jurassic Park because. You know, it's like cinematic experience. That to me is a cinematic experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why you watch films. You're, you know, mm. you out of the real world into this fantasy yeah. world. You know, uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was unbelievable. And the, the, the truck flipping scene, and that was a real oh. truck they used as well. Yeah, that, that was um, done for real. That was it's so insane. cool, absolutely insane. Because again, I'd forgotten all of that, so that it was all new to me because it had been so long since I'd seen it. And I was like, in <laughs> hell, like you know. Yeah, I thought the action was was amazing. And even like, say, like, and then we've talked a lot about chase scenes yeah. and, and those, but also the fight scenes. Now, again, people, again, this maybe you may, may not have heard this, but people kind of have a lot of issues with this kind of fight scenes, where it's like a lot of quick cuts, where because usually when you when you're in a film, you either have an excellent actor who can't fight, or you have an excellent fighter who can't, can't act. act. Yeah, and so. Um, to cover the fact that Christian Bale isn't an MMA fighter, they have a lot of cuts, and so that like it looks like he's fighting fast and fluid. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people give out about it. They say that you know it takes you out of it, and it's much better. Now, yeah, look, it, it's great when you have a Bruce Lee or something, but not everyone's Bruce Lee. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would, I would, I would err on, um, I would err on acting first, and and the actual fighting ability second, because I think this film. I think it it works great. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. the fight scenes work really well. Yeah. I mean, are they the best fight scenes ever? No, but um, do they stand up to uh, to the quality of the acting and the quality of of of, of the chase scenes and all of that? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Definitely, so. Yeah. I think I think it does. Um, I mean, like the 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 the, the scene near the end where. Um, Joker has the hostages dressed up like as the uh, 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 as the, with the clown masks. Uh, yeah, the clown yeah, masks, yeah. and he has to take them all, all the cops out. Yeah. It's a fantastic yes. scene, but it really reminds me. You're talking about uh, video games earlier. It really reminds me of the Batman Arkham Asylum games, especially when he's using the kind of the the sonar vision. Yes, yeah. Uh, are you, I don't. You don't. I don't think you've. Played, I haven't played. I've no, seen. But, uh, like, I haven't actually played. You've seen me. You've seen me. Seen you play sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it really reminded me of that, um, which also phenomenal games. Yes, yeah. um, yeah, so I, I, just, I just thought the action w- w- was absolutely incredible. Yeah, same again. It was enthralling. It was it was uh, just it just hooked you like you know, and you know often I would say you would sometimes think like oh maybe it's a bit too much action, but the film was like was it two and a half hours nearly? So like I think so. Yeah, you had just enough action like you know, but there wasn't like because sometimes I I've seen films where like 
I think the act maybe a bit too much action. Yes. It, it didn't feel like <laughs> yeah. it diluted the film. You know what I mean? No, it was just no, enough. No. And the, when you got action, it was it was amazing. Yeah, you but know? when you when you have Christopher Nolan, and Jonathan Nolan yeah. writing a script, and you have Christian Bale and Heath Ledger and Aaron Eckhart and and Michael Caine and, yeah. and Michael, Michael <laughs> acting in it, and Gary Oldman <laughs> and Morgan Freeman, <laughs> you are going to have a good film. Yeah, um, but even even like say for example, you're that scene where Joker. Um, threatening to blow up the hospital mm. and like Bruce is in the car you know and he's, he's not even he's just as Bruce like even like scenes like that like because you knew what was nice was you knew what was at stake yeah. they didn't stop this you know yes. what I mean yeah, yeah. so that yes. itself adds that's more, actually a very you know, important point you know like if you look you see a lot of like um, terrible action films like Transformers stuff like mm. that and like you, you don't really know what the hell's going on you don't care about what's yeah. going on I mean I, I I mean, I've I've tried to watch Transformers and I wasn't able to make it through it. I fell asleep the first time and I just turned it off the second time. But it's the opposite of the, in here. Probably the first person listening to this would be a Transformer or <laughs> fan. <laughs> but as you say, like the the first piece, uh, the, the action is to inform the story, is to accentuate the story, like the music earlier. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's not like it, it's almost like a lot in a lot of films. It's like you write this beautiful melody in a song. And then you go on a 15-minute mad guitar solo that has no connection mm. at all to the music, and then you yeah. come back again, and you're like, well, what was the point of yeah. that? Other than to, sh- to say that you could do it. But uh, I think we're ready, we're ready to vote, Yeah, and I think it's clear who we're going to vote yeah. for. But, Liam... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going with The Dark Knight. I concur, The Dark Knight. So, a crucial, all square, all a crucial <laughs> round three. It is Nick and Nick, as some people over here would say. Um... And we go on to characters. So, um, characters, let's discuss the uh, supporting characters first, and then we'll go on to the the hit honchos. So, in Batman, um, the characters that stood out to me, uh, outside of, obviously, Joker and Batman, um, were Vicky uh, and Alfred. Mm-hmm. Two, and I, I'd even say like Vicky. I mean, Vicky really is, is is a leading character. Really, when you think about, it. like I would say it's Batman, Joker, and Vicky. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I understand. Like they're the, obviously the two, you know, main main. But like she, she's like, she's she's an important. She character. has a lot to play in 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 the whole thing, and also she's kind of like, you know, because as the film goes on, they're both kind of battling almost for her as well in the way you know. Yes, yeah. In a sense, like, you know, Joker, obviously she's... Loosely, I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think, you know, Joker was madly in love with her or anything. No, but he wanted to kind of claim her, like, as his, like, you know Yeah, I mean? but it was just, it was a part of uh, of a whole um, series of, of, of attempts to win and to, to, to get one over on, I, on Gotham. Yeah, and, I think it also was another way to play, to add more tension to Of course, to, of to course. Batman. But anyway, yes. yeah, so, yeah, Vicky... Yeah. Oh, she hit my elbow. <laughs> um, she, yeah, to me, I like that she's kind of like, for example, in, do you know that scene near the start where they're in Bruce's house and they're looking at the antiques, and her and uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, her partner, the other journalist guy, Knox. Knox, yeah, they're kind of laughing at like, oh, why well, he bought this? They're kind of, it's funny. It's like they're, he's the the rich millionaire. But they're kind of being the snobbish ones, kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, with that, I thought, but then, I thought that was interesting that she was kind of, I don't know, she was kind of just like, going, oh, I didn't buy this, I didn't buy that, and then she, as it goes on, then obviously, she kind of learns who he is. I suppose, you know, she finds, she finds out that he's Batman. I think there was kind of, 
I don't know. She she was strange. I think she was a strange character. I don't know. Uh, she... uh, we just let's go back to, for a second to that scene. Yeah. Go back to the scene with the armory. The thing that struck me that uh, <laughs> I just I couldn't get out of my head was Knox and Vicky right, are two like prestigious journalists mm-hmm. working in Gotham, and neither of them recognizes Bruce Wayne. Neither of them know who he is when he walks in. They're in his house, <laughs> and neither of them they've never seen a picture of him before. Like the Playboy billionaire of of Gotham, and not, none of them know who he is. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. That's true. I I just thought that's so stupid. I, another thing, I, I I'm gonna go with the, the and again, these aren't necessarily these aren't criticisms of the character. No, this, actually, this, this is the no, writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, no, I mean, it is character. Well, no, no. no character. But I'm gonna go to here. Stupid, I but. actually think she was a very interesting character because there was parts of it that like thought oh, she's a bit of kind of a bitch, but there was other times where she kind of brought humanity. To the picture, and I just say, for example, so when she first meets Bruce, and then they have, um, they have their, they meet up at his house, they kind of like a date, you know, mm. and literally the next day, like, because she said, like, well, when we meet again, he's kind of like, I'm a busy man, kind of, so not sure yet. She literally follows him like a day after, and starts taking pictures. Remember when he leaves the flowers down? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Um, it's like, but but what I, flipping the kind of what I did like was. So when they meet and they have the dinner, and which I thought was very funny on the table, you know, which is like yes. past the salt. It reminded me actually of when we when we played on the life size snooker table. It was like what's the pint like? Just sit up closer, you know. <laughs> yeah. But what uh, I liked was they had that and like it was very kind of formal and very kind of you know it uh, uncomfortable for her. But then you cut then when he's like, "Do you want to get out of here?" And they go to the kitchen. It's much smaller, and they're talking about Alfred, and you can tell. She's a lot more comfortable. Mm. He's a lot more comfortable. And yeah. they're opening up and being kind of honest. You know, just talking natural. Yeah. It's not all forced. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, well, no, it, you know? it showed that she was down to earth and, and, yeah. and, and the, the, the money didn't impress her. She, she yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she wasn't going out with him because he was yeah. a billionaire. She wanted to go She wanted to get to know him. And even like that, Al- she said like yeah. Alfred reminded her of her, was it her father or her grandfather? Uh, or something like that. She yeah. mentioned some remark about that as well. But I, I thought that was nice. You kind of saw, uh, just, you know, a kind of a... Um, I guess a nicer side, you know. Yeah, and then, and then speaking of Alfred, he in sees in Vicky kind of Bruce's chance yeah, at, exactly, at, yeah. at, at a life outside of Batman, which, again, very similar, a similar to, to yeah. the theme, but one of the themes running doesn't through. Doesn't he even through, say, through like, he night. says, like, how, how many... Something about, like, chances or, like, how many mm. chances do you think you're going to get or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he kind of sees that this is... Yeah, I thought with... And and Bruce confides in Alfred a lot. He's, I guess he's yeah. like, she's really great, isn't she? Uh, That's nice for Bruce. He's one of the, it's, it's those instances where he actually can just be himself with Alfred. Yeah, one hundred percent himself. Uh, Alfred. Uh, uh, Alfred is this character that only really Bruce and Alfred understand. Nobody yeah. else on the outside gets it. Yeah. Like they see uh, a rich, spoiled brat and his paid help, but yeah. really it's a father and a son, yeah. and also best friends, and also and his, his Alfred right knows what happened to him when he was a child as well. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 but like, yeah. they've been through that, but I mean, like, yeah. you know, Alfred has, you know, helped him develop his mm-hmm. technology, Alfred helps him, you know, in research, yeah. um, in, I've not, I've never really seen it in this, I don't think, but Alfred also patches him up as well, a lot. Yeah. Um, you see that in that might be also in the comics and, and uh, the cartoons as well. But yeah, they definitely. I liked. I think Vicky was a very interesting character, and because we saw, as I said, like I think we saw different sides to her, kind of, you know. Uh, and Alfred, I thought, was really good. Um, just the way he kind of, um, you know, Bruce confides in him, kind of like I think it enhances Bruce's character as well. Mm. Alfred being there, so I thought, 
of the supporting characters they were the two again I, I I don't think he's a he's, he's the character Alfred is the character that that exposes Bruce's to the audience he allows us to see Bruce's weaknesses yeah I mean a character a character that's perfect is boring yeah um, and that's traditionally why Superman has always been uh, so difficult to, to, to pull off properly because mm. he's just too perfect um, but Batman isn't perfect, and and but when we see, when we only really see Batman, the true side of Batman, I think, is when he's Bruce in the cave. Because when he's when he's Batman, he's he's a hyper version of himself, almost again going back to wrestling, almost like himself turned up to eleven. eleven. <laughs> um, and when he's public Bruce Wayne, he's putting. Although in this film, and this is something we'll get to when we get on to. Yeah, Bruce, I would think he, about. He, he's yeah. basically the same person. Yeah, I have. Uh, we'll, 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 yeah. we'll, we'll go back to we'll go back to that yeah. we'll go back to that in a sec but um, uh, um, but but through Alfred is, is the opportunity for us to see Bruce at his weakest we see him at his most vulnerable and, and that's what one of the things I love about Alfred is that he creates that opportunity for us to see him and you you, you always see Bruce at his lowest he's always talking to Alfred yeah um, um, I guess we go over to the yeah, we'll move, we'll move, move on to move, move on to, yeah. the, to well, no, I think we just go. We just oh, go we'll stay. To, sorry, we'll yeah, stay with Batman. Yeah, we'll stay okay. with the characters okay, in Batman. Okay. Yeah, so we will move on to Jack uh, Napier, isn't it? I think it's Napier, uh, Joker. Okay, Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So things that stood out to me about about Jack, um, and again, I'm coming at it from. Now, I'll be honest. Obviously, I saw this before I started reading comics because mm-hmm. I was I was three years old when this film came out. So, I think I saw it at about four or five. Yeah. Um, very age appropriate. <laughs> um, but uh, my my, I watching it recently. I'm going in with my informed knowledge from the comics, and and so I'm noticing things that are very different. So, mm-hmm. for example, Joker is very power hungry. Like he he. Oh, he wants attention. He, he seems to be like he seems to be a regular person. Yeah. Because famously in the comics, Joker doesn't have an origin. I, well, I that's what I was about to say. Well, he does and he doesn't. Well, that, I was actually going to ask you that because in this film, we actually do see a bit of his backstory. Like you see that, like he had an affair with his boss's mm. um, uh, girlfriend, and also, obviously, you see how he becomes. Essentially, you see how he becomes yeah. Joker. So, I wasn't sure. Like in the comics, had they like. Obviously, the only time I'd ever, I, I know in, in the other story in the recent Joker film, like so. Besides that, I didn't know. I know that wasn't based on the comics, but I'm saying so. The comics had never really done a, you said a. a no, no. I, I mean, Joker. How he became. We do Joker. not know what Joker's name is okay. in the comics. At least, I mean, I haven't read every Batman comic, and I, I really, be honestly, yeah. I've only read like the greatest hits uh, yeah. of Batman. So, did you think that was like a bold move to like? give him an origin story did you think it was bad or just yeah, it's, it was, it's it one of those like, situations or, where, where like, when, when, when you're an uber fan of something don't break don't break it's impossible it's impossible to separate your perception from what from what's done you know what I mean like so like if, if somebody was to remake Stand By Me or something like that mm-hmm. for you and they did it and they completely changed it even though I know it's based on a book by Stephen King but <laughs> if they were to change change a lot of stuff and even if it wasn't certainly for the, for the worst, but if they change it, it would just feel wrong. Yeah. And in this, it feels wrong that Joker is a power-hungry mob 
bus. Do you think that kind of, it loses a bit of the mystique on him? I maybe? think so. Yeah, I, I think it does. No, that that said, I, I actually I really enjoyed Jack Nicholson's performance as Joker. Like I love the puns. I mean, because I, again, again, we have to remember this is ninety nine. Well, he he was taking some of Romero. I assume, yeah, from very the much so. Batman. Like he he, yeah. he is where the campness yeah. remains in, in in the film. Um, but you, but it worked, I thought. Yeah, but you were talking about like how he's uh, he's very power hungry. But like, he, I I agree. Like he's 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 and he's instantly competing with Batman. Like you mm. know when he when he um when he reads the newspaper thing about Batman, and he kind of says, "Wait till they get a load of me." Yeah, you know, there's a lot of lines he gives like that where he's kind of just competing. And again, it's like said the thing with Vicky is another example of that kind of dim competing. Yes. But then obviously when he offers a thing about the hundred. Was it twenty million or something? I can't remember the exact. Yeah, for some thing. money or something. Yeah, 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 but again, it's him wanting that attention. And this is weird. I don't know what this is going to sound, but when I was watching it, this came into my head that like he's like there's like there's like a an artist in him almost. Yes, very he's, much. There's so. a vanity, but uh, also but there's also paintings yeah, used like, a lot in yeah. the background. Uh, every time he's revealed. There's like a door opens and there's a painting behind him on the wall. Yeah. Or when he enters a room, there's like neoclassical. Or, or even when, like when Batman uh, shoots down his balloons, he sounds genuinely hurt. Like my balloons, yeah. they're like part of his presentation of who yeah. he is. Like he seems genuinely hurt that they're shot down. Like you know. Yeah, but and then also, I mean, he meets Vicky in an art gallery. Yeah, and I, I, I like as well when he when he he starts throwing the paint on the walls. It's almost like mm. a variation of the calling card with the the Merlin in the Dark Knight, where he's like, "Here's my card." Yeah. Um, I like that it was like a variation on that like he's throwing the coloured paint of his face yes. on the walls like, uh, it's, it's another it, way of showing and they paint that the, the head the statue it's like another way of kind of yeah it's an act of anarchy yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. which again is but again it ties into the kind of artistic kind of like he's almost like an artistic soul in, in a way yeah no you, you, know? you can see that like, he almost a I thought I was going to come up with weird I thought your reaction was going to be what are you talking about no like, no no, no. Well, yeah, I, I seriously yeah. I mean like like he has a has a craft to his yeah. um, I mean, even like you know the, the whole thing about the, the masks he has for the for his victims and the the smile. I mean, I, I have to say I do love that smile. I mean, that, oh, that, that, when that's he dies as well. as well. But but also like when when his victims are yeah. when he gasses his victims and that smile, it's a very eerie. Yeah, it's it's very strong yeah. image. Um, I think like Jack Weaver was a perfect casting for. Like, yeah, no, no, he, I thought he was excellent. Yeah. I, well, he I, was I, really, I really, yeah. really I, I thought his performance w- was excellent. And well, like Jack Nicholson is one of my favorite actors. I think he's like obviously The Shining, and um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah, Nest. Yeah. He's unreal. Like and no, he's got some great, you know, great performances great, great through actors. the years. Um, and we'll go on to Batman, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Um, yeah, I just seen if I had anything else just on. Okay. I just check. I just because I had a couple of notes. Here, just, uh... <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> I just check and I felt like there was wow. something. The flow of this podcast <laughs> is stunning, isn't it? It uh, is. You, well, you'd 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 know it wasn't our first go round. <laughs> go on, go on. Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought to make sure and kick because just sometimes you know you think it's something and then you're like or something comes to you later like, that would have been a good point. I really me. should cut. I really should cut that out, but I, I think I'll probably leave it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Go on to Batman. Okay, so Bruce Wayne. Now we we we, we touched on it earlier, but um, the thing again, I, I I'm going in informed from the comics. You know, I, also to be honest, Batman the animated series because. That is the best adaptation of Batman ever. There's, there's no question about that. But um, Bruce is very confident and very charming uh, 
he's suave and he's jokey when he walks into the room. We're talking about earlier. But well, yeah, memory. We, we, when he hears them over here, over here them mm. in the with the statues, you know, he, I like how he just laughs it off. Like he just like, mm. you know, it doesn't. He's not offended that they were making fun of him. Like you know, yeah. I kind of like that. I thought he was like it showed, it showed him kind of you, again a little more relatable. I guess you know because you know he's this big millionaire, but it's just like he's not gonna. He's not. Um, He's not going to show yeah, you his okay, millionaire. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, At I least in that, I, I know in, we're going to get to um, we're going to get to Dark Knight, and it's a little different. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought that, I thought that was kind of just him, just being you know straightforward, kind of about like you know he he just plays it off, kind of like you know. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting in that scene. Yeah, no, but uh, I think just I mean, yeah, I can see what you're saying that you know that that, that he's not what you would expect from a rich uh, mm. billionaire. Yeah. Um, but, but he seems to have a sense of humor, kind of. He, no, he does. You know, he does. The, the, the thing for me though is that Bruce Wayne has always been uh, the outside. You know, the public perception mm. of Bruce Wayne has always been a cover. Yeah. Um, so that nobody would suspect that this that man Batman, would yeah, be Batman. Yeah, yeah. But this is a strong, you know, willed, mm. um, suave guy and like he acts basically this almost the same as as Batman you know what I mean like he's turned up to 11 even like when, when Joker confronts him in Vicky's apartment I mean he's basically Batman yeah although I, I have an interesting um, an interesting uh, theory you, in that. You, you tell me and I'll tell you if it's interesting <laughs> okay well no, what I thought was cool about that scene, just because we're on a Let the fans decide. Let the fans decide and we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. No, but like, <coughs> I kind of thought like, you're saying like that he's he's pretty much the same, but when he's Batman, you don't see him get as, like, say, as vocally, um, just in that scene he gets, he's like, come on, out let's of, get nuts. Out of control. Yeah, out of control. You don't see as much as Batman. And I, I kind of felt it's almost, it's interesting that it's like, because he's as Bruce Wayne, he doesn't have his mask, he doesn't have the suit, he doesn't have as much power or aura. Mm. He has to kind of go that way. Yeah, no, that, which I thought was kind of interesting. That's you know? a fair point. Yeah, no, I, I can see. It's kind of like in Scream when like, when they have the mask, they're more scary kind of, you know. He kind of had to push himself more yeah, no, because he doesn't have the suit. No, you're right. You know? And Joker is is a, is a maniac with a gun yeah. and he, it's him, obviously his life, it's Vicky's life. Yeah. So he's going to, he's trying to do anything he can yeah, to... I, I, and like, to... Let's, let's be fair, you, when you're in a situation where you might die, you know, who's to criticise, oh, why did he do it like that? You know, I mean, he just made, just, it was a moment, okay, I'm not yeah. acting it now. No, yeah, to, no, that, that itself know. isn't bad. It's just for me, yeah. it's just that the Bruce and Batman should be very distinctive. Yeah. They should not be similar, mm-hmm. uh, and I felt they were similar. Um, but uh, but I thought I thought he was a good Batman. I thought that you know he he. I mean, we we'll talked about it earlier, but like that opening scene, he is menacing, mm, yeah, and he's scary. But he, or, or even like you know when they go to the back cave when Vicky's in the back cave and she's asking mm. those questions, he just says nothing. Mm. That again, it was a real mystique kind of. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I guess part of that was he yeah. wanted to figure out that it's Bruce, you know, because yeah. even when they go to the back cave, you notice he kind of. He has his back to her a lot, even yes. though he still has the mask on, yeah. which I thought was something you would do, you know, especially with someone that you're close with, you yeah, know, that you're going course. out with, yeah, yeah. you're going to do that. Yeah. But what was, I thought was interesting as well was they have that flashback where it showed that his parents were killed. Mm. And then Vicky comes to the Batcave. She's found out that he's Batman. Yes. And she says, like, let me in. And his response is just, I got to get to work. Yeah. It's almost like it reminds him. I don't want to put people I'm close with in harm's way. Mm. So it's almost like he's distancing himself because that memory, just been thinking about it, he's like, I don't want that to happen to me again with someone I love, you know? Yeah. So he feels like, look, I'm going to be Batman. I don't know if I can ha- let someone in that close again, like a family member, you know? I thought that was very interesting. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I think, I think it was. Um, um, yeah, no, I think it was, and I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. So well, you were just saying you had just been finishing on how, like, you thought they were li- Bruce and Batman weren't different enough, because usually, again, that's kind of where you were, where you were going. Like yeah. That. No, sorry, I remember now. Yeah. So no, when you were saying about the reveal about the the origin story about how Batman or Bruce becomes Batman, mm-hmm. and so again, I, I, several times in this podcast, I've mentioned that. Um, you know how they did it in the comics and the change from the comics and this and that. So one one big moment that was very controversial um, change was the fact. Well, one was that the Joker has an origin, but two the Joker killed Bruce's parents, and that that does not mm. happen in the comics at all. Do you think that was a bad move? Or? In this case, no, I, I don't think it was. I think it made sense. I think it made it made thematic sense yeah, to, but, to to keep them heading towards this end collision that you raise the stakes again like mm. oh my god like you are the reason yeah. why I am who I am and similarly when Batman he's trying to rescue him and he slips out of his hand and falls into the chemicals in a way like, yeah, yeah, in a way Batman, is, Batman is why and also because Batman comes in and with the heist and that he kind of um, disrupts it mm. so indirectly and I suppose in a way directly he's responsible for Jack becoming Joker because there was a line later it's like I made you made me, but I made you, or, or yeah, I yeah. made you. And you yeah, no, no, exactly. So yeah, again, I thought that worked really well, yeah. and I thought that that was an excellent decision because I think what people f- seem to forget is that this is a, well, a two-hour movie. I mean, we're talking about what um, ninety years, eighty years of Batman comic books. Mm. I mean, story you can tell even over, even over, you know. A year's worth of comics. Yeah. You can tell a long-form story that you cannot tell over, you know, in a two-hour two movie. Film, yeah. So you have to compact things, and it makes sense then to, in order to do to do that, you you tweak origins and you tweak this and that. And I thought it was a great decision. I thought it worked really well, and it was revealed at a good moment, um, and it raised the stakes when it needed to be raised again. Mm-hmm. So I really like that actually. Um, and again, just echoing on what we said earlier when we were talking about Alfred again I like um, just the way he can kind of confides in him mm. especially with stuff with Vicky again that's the well you were saying like how he was too similar to Batman but there we're seeing the real Bruce Wayne you yeah. know, that's a moment where we're really seeing him yeah. in those scenes with Alfred which is nice you know yep um, but yeah but, no I, I, I thought he was a like I thought Jack was a really good Joker I, th- I thought uh, Michael Keaton was a really good Batman I had no complaints with him really yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I thought both performances yeah. were re- were really mm-hmm. good. But we'll go on to the Dark Knight. Yeah. So um, starting with the supporting characters. Yeah. So um, Alfred. Let's go with Alfred. Yeah. Um, I thought Alfred. Michael, I thought Michael Caine is fantastic in this film. Well, he's never not good. Well, no. even in Jaws: well, Revenge, he's not bad. <laughs> Maybe we'll get there. I don't know. Jaws: Revenge versus a literal bucket of. I don't know something, but um, uh, Alfred. Uh, what I really like about Alfred in this is that he's sometimes in portrayals of Alfred, he's kind of portrayed as weak. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a frail, frail old, old man. man yeah. But this is you know this is a strong man who has an interesting past. You know the backstory mm-hmm. of like you know maybe maybe he was like involved in some kind of like um, uh, some some wars in the past mm-hmm. or was he. Working, uh, you know, as a mercenary. Yeah, doesn't he make some kind of remarks? Like he worked in Burma, yeah, and he, yeah. you know, uh, you know, and uh, you know, where he met somebody who was just stealing jewels and then just dumping them uh, once mm. he stole them, and, and 
you know, and, and he says, you know, uh, uh, you know, he some people just want some people just want to watch the world burn. And, mm. and Bruce and asked him afterwards, you know, did you ever get the guy? Yeah, how we we burnt down the jungle. Mm. So Alfred has a you know some darkness in his past. Yeah. Like he wasn't just some goody two shoes butler. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. has you know, and and that's obviously his military background. It explains maybe why he understands tactics. Yeah. Why obviously why he's able to patch up Batman so well, you know, as a military kind mm-hmm. of medic. Yeah. Um, um. And again, you do see, on top of that, you do similar to the eighty nine film. When he's t- talking to Bruce Joe about Rachel and that kind of stuff, you see he's he's there <coughs> that kind of um that shoulder of support him to kind Absolutely. of fight in about his real life. Yeah. And real. Yeah. Like you know any good portrayal uh, of Alfred. He is that he's the father figure. Mm-hmm. He is the um, sounding board. Mm-hmm. He is the um, kind of moral compass. He is sometimes the person who pushes him on or the person who pulls him back, depending yeah. on the situation. But he's also, as I said earlier, we see Bruce in in Batman. We would see Bruce, and we'll go into Bruce in a minute. But we see Bruce in his truest, you know, weakest, fragile form. Mm-hmm. At, you know. Um, with Alfred, and yeah. and that was exactly that absolutely the case yeah. in, in the Dark Knight as well. Um, after the, the death of Rachel, um, I like as well with the letter. He doesn't. Um, mm. It's a great moment. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't. Yeah. I thought that was really, yeah, it was really yeah, strong. Yeah. He decides not to give it to him. Yeah. Just to use it. Um, which actually, it, it, oh, okay, we'll, we'll go back to. Remind me to come back to the letter again later when we're talking about Batman. Okay. Um, but we're going to Rachel, so. Um, in, in in Rachel, actually, something I forgot to mention about Vicky, which is important mm. here, is is and it's kind of a negative, but 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 even no matter how good I and I like Vicky, uh, yeah. uh, you know, um, I like I like her character and I like Rachel in this, but both of them do fill that kind of traditional damsel in distress yeah. role, you know, like they're there to. I feel like particularly Rachel, they're, they're, she's there to enhance yes. Dent and to enhance. They're not characters. Uh, in their own right, as they're there much, a, a, yeah. as as just assets yeah. to improve, yeah, to improve others, Batman. which plays its role and it works. But yeah, I think them on their own as a character, they're, they're not. You wouldn't fully say formed, that's characters. the best character. Like, they work in the film fine, oh, but you yeah. wouldn't say Rachel uh, is one of the best characters in the film. You yeah, know what I mean, and she has. She, I mean, we, what we do have to remember as well, of course, is that the Dark Knight is a sequel, mm-hmm. and Batman is the the first of of a, of a series of films. So Batman we, begins, doesn't it? No, what I'm saying, but well, uh, Tim Burton's Batman is sorry, sorry, the first yeah, yeah, yeah. film of of a series of films, mm. but this is the second. So Continuing we, on, we've already met Rachel in Batman Begins. We've Didn't already it met like Bruce. Because I haven't seen Batman. Be- I I don't know if I've seen it. Maybe I have, but I think I've seen it once. It was a long time ago. Didn't like a different actress. Yeah, it was um, what's her face, um, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Um, I can't <laughs> remember her name. You won. Anyway, I'll Google it and yeah. put up on the screen or something. I don't know. Um, but um, it was a different actress, yes. Yeah. But but Rachel is in Batman Begins. Bruce is in Batman Begins. Alfred's in Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of character development already uh, going already established. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to go into in this. Yeah. But um, Rachel is is still uh, you know I mean to, what I liked about her um, is that she loves Bruce, but she doesn't see you know a future for herself with him. With him she yeah. doesn't see Bruce giving up Batman. And she yeah. sees that. Yeah, and that she was, sees that. She, that was yeah. Yeah, and she sees that she has a life with Harvey, and that the two of them will be happy, and they can have for you know ha- have a family and and and, and be successful. Even though it, it does seem that and, she. And, and, it, no, sorry, go on. No, go on. It's fine. Say, like I think uh, even though it seems that like she probably does love Bruce more, but 
again, like you're saying, she sees a, a potential for a better life with. Yeah, you could make that argument that she made kind of almost a practical decision. Mm. Yeah. In that she loved both men, obviously. That was yeah. clear. And like, and she definitely was in love with Bruce in the first film mm-hmm. um, when she asks him to give up Batman. And, yeah. um, and I, I mean, he references it in it when he says, uh, you know, you once said to me that when you're not wrong with Batman, you know, we can be together. Yeah. And, and and it's funny because that that's what Bruce has is kind of working towards throughout this whole film. I, I never picked up on it as much the first few times I've watched it, but when I watched it again, I really see. Again, I'm going into Bruce now, but um, just ju- I'll just make this point that I've started it. That Bruce is trying to stop be Batman throughout the film. Like he, he's trying to find ways for no, for no, for there to be no need for a Batman. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want the, the Gotham to need Batman. Yeah. He's just... He's like last case scenario is what he thinking. Yeah, it's like, yeah I, I do have stuff on that and I'll get yeah, into it. We'll, 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 we'll go back to that later. I, I, I into, yeah. Um, yeah, so... What, what did you think of Rachel? As I said, like I thought like she worked fine in the film. You know, she worked as an ingredient in the film. <coughs> but I think... See when I make pot, I was thinking, I was thinking this up. I was trying to get like stuff about Rachel, and everything was about how it affected Bruce or how it affected Dent. It's like mm. the consequences yeah, yeah. of what she does in the film. Yeah, more yeah. So her, her, her character. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I think we've kind of laid it out. Mm. But she works as an ingredient in the film, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, she works in yeah. a part of the film, but her character isn't exactly fleshed yeah, out very yeah. well. Um, before we go on to the three, the three, the three. Then you want to talk about? Um, we'll talk about Commissioner, um, Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. I think, <clears throat> I think his uh, Gary Oldman is excellent as Commissioner Gordon in this. Um, and what I really liked about it is, um, we hear a lot about you know corruption in police forces, <laughs> and uh, I mean even before all the crap we you know we're hearing about you know in the last year or so. Um, you know, traditionally, you always hear about. I mean, I mean, you see the film Serpico. Have you ever seen Serpico, Al Pacino? Mm-hmm. It's an excellent film, but it's about I think co- every film that we've mentioned. <laughs> yes, Lee, uh, Lee has seen. seen a couple of films <laughs> through the years, but um, he hasn't seen a lot of good ones, which we'll try to rectify through the course of this podcast. But um, Serpico is an, is based on a true story, and it, it's about police corruption. And so mm-hmm. police corruption has been a thing for forever, basically, mm-hmm. and it, it's always been a thing in 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 the comic books, in 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 especially in um, Batman Year One, which is a phenomenal comic book, very much informed um, Batman Begins, but also elements of this as mm-hmm. well. The, um, Gordon and uh, his son at the end with um, with uh, uh, with Harvey and uh, with Harvey that pretty much taken straight out of Batman year one so really that was in the comic yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. not with Harvey with a different character oh, yeah. actually with a okay. cop it's actually a cop oh, who does it but um, and the reason the reason being is that <clears throat> um, um, as he I think he was captain at the time uh, in the comic before he was commissioner Gordon he won't take the bribes and the other cops you know are like uh, they feel insecure. They feel threatened because obviously he could rat them out. Yeah. If he's not on the take. Then and do know. they know that he's working with? Bat- well, at this point, Batman is only just on the scene. So like, okay. it's a, it's it's Batman Year One. It's literally oh, okay. about how okay. Batman became Batman. I mean, okay. It's a phenomenal comic. Because I was thinking um, that would make them more fearful if they knew that he was. Yeah, no. But Batman actually actually is funny because the, the, the <laughs> there's a nod in in Tim Burton's Batman to you know um, we're running at the theories of who's Batman and they have mm. a they have the Elvis and the chalk yeah. you know, on the board. That's that's literally taken right out of the comic okay. book. Um, but um, 
but 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 about with Gordon, I I thought, um, he 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 really carries that kind of the weight of that not knowing who mm. who he can trust in his own team, you know. But he even learned some here in a way because like like Dent for a lot of the film, he's like a hero as well. Like I mean, he, yeah. and the sacrifices he makes, like he fakes his own death, like his <coughs> wife is yeah, yeah. dead, like yeah. so he really sacrifices a lot to try and stop Joker and you know and. and yeah, and he puts in, he puts himself on the line all the time. Yeah, when he when he tells and he convinces the mayor or or, or the then commissioner to to trust Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very much. Um, um, it, it, uh, if it goes wrong, it's all on him. Like, you know? so yeah. he's, he's a lot of responsibility yeah, on himself. Yeah, it's by, Gordon that's pushing. Yeah, that. mm. um, and I I just I, I thought there was an excellent dichotomy um, of that kind of that well, loyal tri- cop, yeah. and and also then he he sees that. Batman is the kind of the, what Gotham needs right now, mm. but then like traditionally, cops hate vigilantes. I mean, mm. understandably so. So he's stuck in this middle, yeah. and he's trying to grab the best of both uh, and bring them together because Gotham needs mm. both. And I, 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 I'll touch more when we get to Dent, but that final scene as well. Yeah. Um, the yeah, same. Yeah, but yeah. but they played off. I thought the trio, like so, Dent, mm. Gordon, and Batman as a trio, I thought worked really well. And they just yeah, kind of talked yeah. on the roof and that. Yeah, I thought they, yeah. they had great chemistry, and this it was. Uh, it's not an element in the film that I thought really worked, like the little stuff between them to mm. treat them like. Yeah. Um, before we go on, I would just just want to say Morgan Freeman was again just you know a class act. <laughs> well, uh, and what was cool as well, like you, you, like you saying, like you know, there's that kind of dilemma for Gordon. You know, working with a vigilante yeah. like Morgan Freeman's character has at the end as well. Yeah. Where it, with the he's like, I can't do this. Like looking in, listening in, and all the conversations. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. understandably, you would. Mm. I understand. Obviously, Batman is trying to do this for a greater good, but like, you know, a lot of people wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Like, they just look. No, I didn't yeah, sign up yeah, for it. it, it. So it that was really. Invasive. I know that that moment. And then like <laughs> the stuff in the kind of more humor stuff with with your man. Do you remember that scene with the guys like? thinks he knows the truth <laughs> like so you're, you're gonna um, you, you, you think this billionaire yeah. with all the connections he has and all the money he has in his spare time dresses up and uh, yeah. as the, and, and he's the man you want to blackmail yeah. good so luck with that yeah, I that was <laughs> it's, it's yeah, really really good um, <clears throat> but um, one thing I, I um, when you say about the, the kind of the moral dilemma of um, of you know like Lucius using uh, this equipment mm. um, but actually when you say that, it reminded me um, about how when Batman goes to Hong Kong to get Lao back, because obviously China won't extradite a, a citizen yeah. to the US. So Batman has to work outside the law, but he uses that to his advantage. Mm-hmm. But obviously, then there's the line that he is he going to cross or not? And you know that machine is a perfect example of temporary crossing the line. But like, did he go? Maybe he went too far. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think. Nolan is is, is put, asking us to you know go like maybe he did go too yeah, far. Yeah. It kind of reminds me a bit of 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 a, of a different vigilante, which I, you will not have read or seen. V for Vendetta, written by Alan Moore, who mm. who wrote Batman, um, um, the Killing Joke, you know, which is an excellent Joker um, comic book. Yeah. But it, it it's another quest, another story where they pushed you to ask, is is he right? I mean, he's the protagonist and he's the you know quote unquote hero. But is he right? But and you want to like you, like you, Patricia said earlier about with with we're talking about um, Tim Burton's Batman. Like you, 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 and again, the, or the point, sorry, the point you're making about Superman. You don't want him all to be like, yeah, he's one hundred percent right in everything he's doing. None of it's wrong, and none of it is questionable. <laughs> exactly. You know? And I think yeah, great films do do that. They make yeah, the, you know, the, like, the best characters, like, the best films are great. Yeah, again, like obviously Batman is 
you know, you're rooting for Batman, but like, mm. you know, is everything he's doing right? Like, you know, no, and, and that's a good question. Yeah, and, and it is. Some, yeah, it's a good. I, I think it's something that I'm sure Alfred and Bruce are asking themselves all the time. Yeah. Like, are we? And that's probably why Batman or Bruce is looking for ways to stop doing yeah, what he's doing. Exactly. Because yeah. the question again, we don't want to go too much in because we, yeah, when we well, talk some Batman, but yeah. about like saying how you know. He questions like, what have I been doing? Like, maybe it hasn't been right what I'm doing. Yeah. Am I doing more harm than good? But we'll get to that obviously. I think. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to Joker then. or Harvey. Uh, I think we'll start with Harvey. Okay. We'll go uh, with just because just you know. Uh, yeah. Keep 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 the Joker and Batman yeah, for the last, the last two. two. Okay. Uh, these are two small things just before I really kind of get into him. But I like that one of the first things we see of Harvey is him flicking the coin, and then when he after he has the accident when he wakes up, the first thing he sees. Is the coin mm. on the um, on the table beside yeah, him? Where it is. Yeah. I just thought, looking back, I thought that was a nice little touch. Like when it's almost like that that represents the two sides of the coin, like him as Harvey, and then him as you know Two Face. You mm. know, uh, I just thought that was a nice little minor, yeah, small yeah. thing, like just a little touch. But no, I like that. Uh, he's there's that scene with him and Rachel. They're like really talk. I thought it was interesting. They're talking to Batman a lot. Yes, like he's a big fan of Batman because that's understand from my point of view. I first discovered Two Face in Batman Forever, so to me he was quote unquote a bad guy, and that mm. was it. Mm. So seeing, and again, I said I had been about seven or eight years since I seen the film, so I'd forgotten a lot of this stuff with Dent. Yeah, I'd actually forgotten he was in that much of it <laughs> um, before. You know, as just as Harvey, like you know. Yeah. But I like that like, he's kind of talking about, and it's Bruce then that's kind of playing the oh, I don't know about Batman. Like mm. you're the true hero. Yeah, it, 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 of, you know, it, it's a fun moment. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's a fun. But moment. then I like that. He's kind of almost dense going down the same path that Bruce went down, and that he's going out with Rachel, mm. but he's also being billed as this kind of hero of the town. And even Batman suggests, you know, we need you to be the symbol of Gotham, like, yes. you know. So he's being billed as this, like, hero, and he has a lot of respect. And I thought that was really good. And then you see he's going down a similar route to Batman. Yep. Like, does Rachel want him to go this far with it? You know, like, when he, when he says he's Batman, yep. you know, and she's like, why is Bruce letting him do this? Like, you know, so... I don't think she's happy with that either. Like, yeah, no, I, I think Rachel is um, definitely see, worried about. Yeah, that he's going on she, a similar she, path. Seen, like. And I think that's very much. I mean, obviously, he's two faced He's yeah. another man who has, you know, a public image, but then also a darker side to yeah. him. And one traumatic moment changes his life yeah. in the same way that Bruce's life has changed. Now we see in Batman Begins how Bruce channeled that anger into this just. Um, pure passion mm. and, and, and focus into to becoming the you know the greatest fighter the greatest athlete the greatest detective that he can be uh, and to use that those skills and his money his inheritance to help the city that he loves mm-hmm. the city that that destroyed him and made him at the same time and and Harvey's Harvey's similar in that he is a man who's worked so hard to be where he is. He's disgusted by the scum on the streets, mm-hmm. and he's doing everything he can yeah. to save to to save the people, the innocents. But a traumatic moment completely sends him on the opposite yeah. path. Now, um, one thing I mean, I, I thought Aaron Eckhart's performance is fantastic in it. Uh, I, I love I love Two Face. I think Two Face is a fantastic character. Like, I love him in the comics. Um, there's a phenomenal comic written by Grant Morrison called uh, Arkham Asylum, Mysterious House and Mysterious Earth mm-hmm. and uh, in it I love his portrayal uh, Two-Face is portrayed in that um, just this kind of struggle for, for sanity really and this is obviously very much you know the beginnings of it but just when you see kind of 
where Two Face can go as a character is just really interesting. Yeah, and, and and as well, like he's he's built like as kind of a like a hero to people, yeah. like you know. And you yeah. see, in a way, he's like like the, I like that that Bruce talks about like how you know Dent got all these guys off the street without using any violence, you know. Yeah, and like this is an alter like maybe but, this is the way forward. And like, I you think know? I think that in a way that's. I can't remember exactly when that happens, but I feel like that's a, a pivotal moment where Bruce realizes I'm not needed anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy is doing what I what I can't do, and he's doing it without hurting anybody, and without then, breaking any laws. And then, and and, and then on top, I didn't to to go into when he becomes Two Face after that talk with Joker, where Joker says everything is um is about chance, you know, and everything is just about you know. You know, just something happens, happens. Chaos, like, so, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, because then when Joe, when he meets that guy in the bar, the guy yes. and he's oh, like, yeah, um, yeah, 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 the corrupt. Yeah, cop, and yeah. he's like, um, look, I didn't know they were going to do what they were going to do to you. And he says, yeah. funny, I don't know what's going to happen to you. And he just flips yeah, the coin. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly like he's basically an extension of what Joker's thing is about. Because like, remember, Joker says like, you know, like I don't know how to lead. I'd be like a car, or I'd be like a dog chasing chasing yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just do things. Things just happen. I let them happen. Let yeah. them play out. And Two Face in a way is kind of echoing that. Yeah. To an extent, you know, I thought that that, that was a really um, interesting kind of tie. No, no, you know, I, there's I, a bit I, of maybe a bit of influence there as well. Obviously, there's other elements that make him decide what he um, does. But I thought that talk with Joker about, you know, just it's all about chance. And yes. that's literally what the coin is. You flip the coin, it's chance 50-50, you know. Something will happen one way or the other. Yes, way, no, absolutely. I, I mean, you can see how... I mean, because Joker's... Joker's want, Joker wanted to do this. This is his yeah. goal. Yeah. Was to turn, yeah, to, yeah, turn, to turn Gotham's yeah. hero into this. Yeah. Gotham's white knight, as he yeah, calls yeah. him. Um, I have to say, though, I do have to say, even though I loved the character and I loved the performance, mm-hmm. I did think that his break, his psychological break, was pretty rapid it felt a bit of a stretch to me to be honest that he would go from a from what we can see a totally sane um you know well round you know well grounded you know in a loving relationship and a great job and he loses his girlfriend and then he becomes that now but i think that's overnight fair enough, almost. but but if you flip if you flip the kind up unintended the amount of stuff he put the amount of effort he put in to getting and stopping Joker, all that effort, everything, and then like no, when, yeah, he, no, and when yeah. he see he promised and he promised Rachel, look, you will be fine. They'll get you. And then when Bruce or Batman's in, he's like, no, he's like, why not? Why are you saving me? Because he promised her that he would save her. And then yeah. when he says to Gordon, he says, yeah. lie to your son, lie to her like I like I lied. You know, it's a fantastic moment. Yeah. I, I'm not criticizing. No, I'm just saying to just to um, flip it, like looking from that side. The, so, the, the only uh, issue maybe. I have with it is is the is the, is how quickly he transitions. I mean, spiders, no, spiders I, for Game of Thrones, but it reminds me of Daenerys as well. In like in like, she just flips from you know, polite, you know, um, no, yeah. semi mad. I know. I understand just the insane. point you're making. I'm just saying that like. For me, you can also look at it that way. That like because of the manner in which he lost everything after everything he put in, maybe he possibly could have driven him over the edge because yeah. he promised her that she was. Yeah, no, 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 So no. I'm just saying. For me, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying that. Look, I'm looking at it another way and going, you know, possibly could could drive him that. Yeah, know, I, I, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, I thought what you're saying. I've, I've considered that as well. I still think but, it was is a bit of a leap, but that said, I still think it's an excellent character. Yeah. I still think it was an excellent portrayal. And I, I, I just want to, on his final scene, Yeah, I think, like, <clears throat> despite all the stuff that Joker does in the film, 
that to me was the most unsettling part of the film when he says to his uh, to Gordon to choose who who, you know, who yeah. do you love the most you know yeah. who you love the most I thought that was really like oh. that's proper horror like yeah. you know I thought that was really well, psychological horror yeah psychological horror I thought that was a really hard scene to watch I mean it's even it, I mean the fact he grabbed you know I like to go, who do you but, love but, most but also and, I mean like you I mean making him choose he, 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 I mean, even, on, even on a base sense even outside of the whole you know one of them about to die hmm. choosing who's your favourite yeah, out yeah. of your wife and two of your children yeah. I mean that alone is I mean that alone is a horrific thing to yeah. ask somebody to say and, to somebody yeah, exactly and that to me was the most unsettling like, for all Joker does in it that for me was the most unsettling moment in the film and again it, it, it plays on that which I'm going to say about with Joker it's like a social experiment. For me, Joker is yeah. loves social well, let's experiments. Go on, let's go on to, go on to, we, Joker. Let's go go on to Joker, Joker now. But that, for me, was an example of it. Pick one. Who do you love most? You know, mm-hmm. and but yeah, but that's a perfect way to go on to Joker and and talk about him. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, mean, I guess I guess I'll, just, I'll start with that about the whole thing. For me, he loves these kind of social experiments. It, mm-hmm. it reminded me of like to him, it's like watching when you when we watch like a wildlife documentary and you watch yourself for predators chasing yes. someone. Yeah. And you don't you don't know what's going to happen. And it's not something you're familiar with. That's what he wants. He wants he, has, he wants people to act ways they wouldn't act. Like when he says when the guy's going to say he's going to tell who Bruce Wayne is. And then Joker says, I want that guy killed. And to yeah. Kill the guy in 30 minutes or else I'm going to blow up the hospital. And then you see these regular people, including a cop. Regular people are just instantly turned into uh, agents of chaos or anarchy yeah. or whatever you know, that he says. And I thought that was really part of who he is like you know I thought that was a really cool aspect, yeah no I, I, I agree I agree absolutely um, well, one thing I found interesting about his character and not a flaw in that but just mm. something I found interesting is that he says now you, you talk about the animal analogy I mean, mm. and he uses dogs a lot yeah. like, there's even a scene where he has his head out the window like a dog yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll have to get the you trunk, know, like, yeah. he really has a kind of that the kind of raw natural kind, you know, uh, kind of a nature kind of almost subhuman kind mm. of uh, you, you know just um thought process at times mm-hmm. but um he i i think he's also a, cont- a contradiction I, mean, I thought of um as you know the, the listeners won't know but you know my favorite film ever is taxi driver mm-hmm. and as uh, there's, there's a scene in it where um where travis bickle the main character robert De Niro's character in taxi driver meets uh this girl and they're, they're going for coffee and she says um she quotes chris christopherson and she says you're um partly truth partly fiction a walking contradiction and i really feel like that that sums up joker because he talks about all the time about how he doesn't plan anything mm. and everything is chaotic yeah but when you think about it like some of the the heists he pulled off at the mm. start of the film but also even like his escape you know getting caught by batman getting sent into jail planting the phone mm. in his in his stomach then breaking out like all of that was planned just to get Lau out. I mean, like he planned things to an unbelievable level. Like I would say, genius mm. strategist. So even though he claims to be chaotic, and he is chaotic, absolutely, mm. he also can be extremely well organized mm-hmm. and, and extremely uh, um, suave. I, I think and, he and intelligent he, in his yeah, decisions. I think he'd need to be that because otherwise he'd be dead long ago. Like yeah, know? I mean yeah, that's uh, clear. there's no way that's he clear. wouldn't be. But I didn't like. Again, it's um, like there's another scene, like Joe with with that cop, and he says like um, he says like, uh, do you want to know? Oh yeah. Do you want to know? He's like, I I knew your friend, your best friends for like maybe ten minutes. You knew him for whatever years, and I I know more about them than you ever did. Do you want to know which ones were cowards? Yeah, like he knows what buttons buttons to push. 
in the man. That was just another fantastic, element. fantastic yeah. scene. How I mean, fantastic performance. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, he won the Oscar for yeah. it was the first. I think the first comic book uh, character a role to ever get an Oscar. I think, and we know also Joaquin, being Joaquin second, Phoenix. Yeah, which I love that film. <coughs> Both for Joker, which yeah. says, says a lot about Joker. Yeah, really. tells us a character. Um, um, but but just one thing I want to say about 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 um, Joker was. Uh, I love. I mean, I mean, his entrance. His entrance. Obviously, you know, I don't mean the heist. I mean when he walks in to all the gangsters, mm-hmm. and watch me make this pencil disappear. Is I mean, it's <laughs> such an iconic yeah. uh, scene, and it's you know, it's probably. And you're over, curious as well. Over, you, you know, he's going to do something bad, don't you? Like, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. It's pretty <laughs> bit overquoted and overreferenced, yeah. but it still has tremendous power when you watch it. It's funny. And horrifying. Mm. I mean, which is a perfect, well, exactly what you want Joker to be. And and I, I also love how easily and it, you wouldn't think it, but how easily he was able to take power away from Batman oh, by yeah. just saying, "Take your mask off, or I'm going to kill someone again." Yeah, and that's all he needs to again, do. Which again, I thought of like, Batman forever when the and the which, Robin's in the circus or Robin and his oh yeah 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 reveal yourself yeah um, um but I loved that like and and that's. The start of him taking the power, and then and then when he's kind of trying to get Batman to break his own rules, you know, he, he, like because you know, he comes to like that. Jimmy says like, I don't want to kill you. Yeah. Like, what would I do without? Like, this team is amazing. Like, it's like no, a chess no. match. It's like my move. Okay, now your move. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> and like, it's funny because if Batman had broken his rules, he probably would have saved Rachel. Yeah. You no, know, yeah, like, I, 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 I mean, you that, know, that's that, and that's, and uh, just, just briefely, kind of in that scene, where, you know, where they have, where he's, they're in the, um, they're in the interrogation room mm. at, at police uh, headquarters, and uh, again, it's very much a reference or an homage, I think, to Heat, mm. Pacino and and De Niro when they meet and they go face to face, and and then they kind of they break away again. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it just, it's just a great scene because. Again, Batman is using everything. He's only using intelligence. He's trying to use his power, his force, and nothing is working. Mm-hmm. Joker has planned this perfectly. Like he's like, you know, never start with the head, and he's like, you know, he's hitting him, and he's just like, the responses are e- the exact opposite of what Batman's looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just he's hitting every single button to drive Batman crazy, yeah. and then like finally he's like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to tell you. I'm, that's the whole plan. Yeah, like yeah. I have this worked out perfectly. I'm just waiting for you to go off, lose your cool, show that you're human, show that you're not this perfect mm. thing that the Gotham uh, people think you are. Uh, um, and sh- it, show that I've got you wrapped around my finger. And in, in a way, like, doesn't... Can you say Joker in a way wins? I have, because, that, I have that in my notes. Because, like, Dent dies. Joker uh, absolutely wins. Yeah, a Batman has to... Dent has to take the fall, like, so he's hated now yeah. by, by Gotham, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I thought it was extremely... Um, again, um, when I watched it the first time in the cinema, I just I was just, you know, gleefully enthralled. Mm. But when we watched it again recently, um, and again, the, 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 what Joker does to Harvey in this film mm. is very much based on The Killing Joke by Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joker tries to do it to Commissioner Gordon. Oh. It's a very famous story, and basically he um, he shoots Barbara Gordon, which is uh, Commissioner Gordon's daughter, mm-hmm. and also Batwoman. Spoilers for Killing Joke <laughs> if anybody hasn't read it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well that that's a start of the story, yeah. but I will go into spoil a little bit more. So yeah, if you haven't read it, then you should, and uh, you know 
Pause. Come back and listen to Pause. the rest of this after. Pause, <laughs> order on Amazon, you know, read it. Come back in two or three weeks and go and listen to the rest of the podcast. Um, so, uh, but in it, um, Joker, Joker's whole plan, basically the whole theme of the book is that anybody can be driven insane in, by with one bad day. That's the aim of it. Anybody can be driven insane by one bad day. So he, he, he tries to destroy Gordon's life and drive him insane. Um, you'd really like it actually mm. you should you should really yeah I should because yeah. um, I mean like just because like I loved I loved um, Dark Knight and then I I loved um, Joaquin's uh, portrayal as well as Joker yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. as a character I really like the character Joker he's a great yeah, character like, yeah. so I think probably should serve and it's written by Alan Moore who's like one, yeah. one of the greatest I also, uh, yeah he's like what's the other one about? Swamp Thing I want to watch, read that as well yeah and Watchmen yeah. and <laughs> Viva Vendetta which I already mentioned and anybody who's listening <laughs> read Alan Moore <laughs> Um, but this but, this podcast is really just uh, the Alan, to... welcome to the Alan Moore podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we sometimes discuss films and we always promote Alan Moore um, yeah so but I, I love I love the fact that Joker wins mm. I love the fact that he for he destroys Gotham's hero and Gotham's true hero Bruce has one chance at getting out and yeah. living a normal life he destroys um, his le- uh, um, uh, well, Her- Her- yeah. Harvey's legacy yeah. He almost destroys. Well, technically, Gordon's it life. doesn't because. Well, he, he technically, yeah. but but he does like he does like I mean he tries to say and he dies. He, yeah. Rachel's killed. I, I won't say anything, but I will say is that oh, in the third one, in the third one, oh, okay. there, there's something. Okay. But um, okay. I won't say what it is. But um, because you haven't seen it yet, have you? No, I haven't seen the third one. And the third one isn't as good, but it's mm. still a, it's still a solid film. Just it's hard. Like, I probably will watch it eventually, but it's just like. Dark Knight like, was so good. It's like yeah, no, the, the Dark Knight is definitely the best film, of the three. Yeah. But Batman Begins is an, is an excellent mm-hmm. film as well. Um, and, but Dark Knight Rises is a very good film. Yeah. It's not an excellent film, but it's a very good film. But yeah, but um, I love the fact that Bruce is driven to. And I, so we move on to yeah, I to, think um, yeah. Um, just want to say I, I really liked. I thought it was really cool that we got a scene with Joker and Two Face in the same room. I thought that was really cool. Mm. <laughs> just want to say and, that. And, and it's an excellent. Scene. It's an excellent scene. Yeah. And, but <laughs> in that scene, Joker reminds me of um, um, your one from The Exorcist. The, 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 the child from oh, the Exorcist. The, 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 oh, when he has a wig on. Yeah, yeah, he just. I mean, I, all, that's all I can see when I see her. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I think we'll move on to, to, yeah. to so um, with, with, with Bruce again, and we'll go back to Batman, um, Tim Burton's Batman, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about Michael Keaton's performance. And and one thing I've said already is that I thought that Bruce and and Batman were basically the same character. Here, they're not. No, not at all. Bruce is very much plays up yes. that vein. Um, um, st- um oh, probably just, stupid. When he comes in with those two women, yeah, you know, like yeah. so up himself. <laughs> you know, like, and and he, when he he goes in, he like uh, he he's like, let's move two tables together in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, will they allow us? Oh, they should. I don't. I don't think. Um, but it, it's funny because you mentioned you just because you made a comment earlier, so I throw it in now. I had I had written down when I was doing my notes that like. It's weird. He even as Bruce, he's still basically wearing a mask. You know, he's oh, still yeah. not him at all. Like you know what I mean? It's like it's he's still wearing a costume. Like that's you know? why I said earlier, um, where yeah. kind of where you see Bruce, real Bruce, is yeah. in the Batcave. Yeah. Or with Alfred. Yeah. Or, or with um, uh, is it Lu- uh, Morgan Freeman's character? With Lucius as, as well. well. Yes. Yeah. yeah to yeah, an extent yeah. as well. Yeah. We're um, only with people in the know. Yes. Yeah. Um, when he's Batman, he's he's a he's a he's a hyper version of himself, mm-hmm. and when he's Public Bruce, he's nothing like himself. And I gotta say something because I I heard I know some people have been critical of the the voice he does as Batman, but like to me, I think it, it works because like you would put on a really um, 
different voice, as <coughs> different as part, you know, just so different from your own voice that I felt it made sense. Like you would like really, he's trying to disguise as well. So like, oh, oh. so like, mm. and and it's distinctive. Like that's the bad. Yeah. Well, actually, know. Chris Nolan said that. Um, so to me, I think it was. I I liked it in that. I think it worked. Like, yeah, that's, you, well, that's what you would do in a situation like. I feel, yes, no, I mean know. something that I've always noticed in. I mean, I, as I said earlier, I'm a huge comic book fan. Mm. I'm a huge superhero fan, um, and like, but one thing I remember watching Sp- Sam Raimi's Spider Man. You know, Tobey Maguire is excellent in it. He's excellent as Spider Man. It's a really good movie, especially mm. for the time when it came out. It, it really, it really changed a lot of people's perceptions on 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 what a comic book movie is. But one thing that always stood out to me is, like, how in the hell would Mary Jane not recognise her boyfriend's uh, uh, voice? Yeah. You know, I mean, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> it's it's so stupid. Yeah. Now, I know, look, you know, I mean, we watch Superman and we don't go, oh, my God, he, he took off his glasses and combed his hair differently. Uh, we allow for that. Yeah. That's what Superman yeah, is. Yeah, we, do. we allow for it. But when you're doing a really grounded, gritty film, yeah, like where it's like as I said at near the beginning, you have to, you have to realistically you have to change. On it. You, you can't, you can't do it. Um, but there was little things for me that I really liked a lot. Like so, like I love like when one of the first scenes with Alfred and he's kind of patched up, and you kind of you see how much damage his body is enduring, mm. like all the bandages stuff yeah. on his back bruises like yeah. you know which makes sense that like, you would be like, getting all these blows you know what I mean I thought that was really nice and then I loved the scene where he's in the office and he's just asleep because he would be f***ing exhausted <laughs> like you know up to maybe yeah. 2 or 3 in the morning yeah, yeah. you know fighting uh, you know fighting bad guys you know but uh, <laughs> um, I just thought that I, I, little things like that I really liked I was like yeah this is like, would, this would be happening that would be happening but I had a question though uh, so generally, like his company is like in negotiations with Lau's company. Yes, is that a deliberate thing he's doing because Batman and him, and Gordon and them sense that he possibly could be trouble? Or yeah, is that just, or is that just coincidental that no, I, I, you know he did because yeah. I that was cool. If that he, is, he, he does, yeah. yeah, he does it. He does it for does Batman. That, yeah, he does it for Batman. As yes. Batman, yeah, as to, to scope him, scope out. him out and see is this yes. guy legit or is yeah. he like yeah, yeah. to see to see. Yeah, I mean he does it all the time. He does it. He also and this um he does it with with, with um with Harvey as well. Like so, he goes to the restaurant. Like he knows Rachel is. So he can find out. Oh, the, Rachel's book there. He'll go there. He wants to talk to him. He wants to get close to him and study him. See, because because idea. because he remember like as as his and like um, Bruce does with Vicky. Um, he's pinning his hopes on on on, on a on a on a normal life. If you want to find yeah. a better word, with Vicky and Bruce is pinning his hopes. And Rachel even calls him on and says, "Do not." Put your hopes of of uh, you know of a life on me, like you know, do not rely on me to, to be a one chance at, at a life. Yeah. But he he is, he is doing that, um, and he's he wants to he wants to get out. He doesn't want to be Batman. He does because even like when when he um he tells Dent, I think I'm not sure which thing goes first, but he tells Dent as Batman like you're you're the symbol of Gotham, and then I don't know was it the scene before or after that he shares a kiss with Rachel, mm. so it's almost like as well he's like, look. You can take it on. I I don't want it anyway. He's yeah. almost kind of presenting Absol- it to him. Like, Absolutely, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. He's 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 trading. It. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like you can take the <clears> life now. Yeah, and um, um, he, uh, he he he. I mean, he he wants he wants to he wants that life, uh, and he wants to. So he so he says uh, saying he's getting close to him with, with Lau. Yeah. He gets close to him there. He gets close to him at the at the function. Yeah. He's doing his best because he genuinely believes now mm. that he is a good person yeah. and he is somebody that can save Gotham mm-hmm. but um, I think that that was something I had never seen 
with Batman or with Bruce was seeing him like wanting to get out. I thought that was really, mm. really it, interesting as well. Yeah. I, and I begin because I keep saying it, but it was so many years since I'd seen it. Like, I'd forgotten all that, like that he was really looking for, a lot through the film, like looking for ways to get out and just like, you know, like Dent's doing all this great work. Like maybe we don't need Batman anymore, you know, mm. is what I'm doing. I'm doing maybe more bad than good. Like people are turning on him, you know, uh, partly because of Joker, you know. But again, all that was really interesting. Like, seeing like, this dilemma for him, like, maybe I should stop. Like, you know, um, and you know, you know what's interesting as well. Uh, again, I I didn't catch this the first time I watched it. I didn't notice it. But I feel like Batman isn't the main character of this film. Like Bruce, Joker, and Harvey mm. are the characters, the focus, and Batman is just a secondary character in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like he's involved in the action scenes, mm-hmm. he's involved in the chases and the fights yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But the actual real emotive scenes it's Bruce are almost all yeah, Bruce. Yeah. Um, which I, I never noticed before, and there's a, I mean, there's a reason why Joker's on the front cover of, of the Yeah, that's there. weird. I found that strange. Like, um, yeah. But it, it makes sense, because, yeah. see, again, what we have to remember is that this is the second film. The first film, Batman Begins, goes extremely in-depth into Batman's origin, mm-hmm. and extremely in-depth into his thought process, and you know, his mind frame, and you know, where he is, why he does it, you know, where he does it, how he does it. All of that is explained in it. So we don't need to go over that territory again. And that allows us to go in-depth in Harvey and in-depth in Joker. Mm. More so Harvey, because Harvey is the one with the origin story. Joker is a fully formed, chaotic thing. I think part, like, just, I don't know we're on Bruce, but I think that's partly where, uh, in some ways, I was more taken to Dent, just because you see how he became this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, think, I think if you had watched Batman Begins... Before we watch Dark Knight, I think you'd see the connection the way I have it in my head. Mm. Um, but but I, I do think that I think that Bruce is a main character, and I think Bruce, I think Christian Bale does a phenomenal. Yeah, job I, I at, think at, at I think Bruce. he's brilliant. Um, like, I, he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, I mean, like he, he's so good. But but I get like you were saying that it is that thing where it's like I like that he's very much making sure no one's going to realize that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, and you can see it. Yeah. Obviously, because we're, we're seeing it from a different point of view than everyone else in the film, they're the characters. So we're seeing how much effort he's putting into to um, play, the, the, the playing up to this like billionaire kind of yeah. thing. And again, and that's another, probably another reason why he's like, hell, like I don't enjoy doing this. Like I don't want no, to. No, can you pretend, imagine the you know? strain that must yeah. be on somebody? So, like, so every day to want pretend to you're somebody this, else. Yeah, else can do I, I'm sure celebrities face that all yeah. the time. Yeah. But um, I mean, a man of such moral integrity. Yeah must struggle so hard yeah. to pretend like there's a great scene in Batman Begins I don't know if you remember is it Batman Begins maybe maybe it might it might be Batman Year One the comic book I'm thinking of there's an animated version as well which is excellent as well mm. it's really accurate to the comic but in it he's um, commissioner visits him and he's drink. he pretends he's drinking champagne but it's actually just ginger ale because he has to stay fit of course you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's a little thing like that that he has to do all the time like he oh, always has to be on yeah. and then he always has to be on on when he's mm, Batman. Batman so it's there's another, there's ways an, on, on another nice moment though when again just going back because Joker's trying to push him to break his own rules where he's like, on that there's a motorbike scene where he's like come on hit me hit me come on hit, yeah. me, hit me and you see he's like Aah! like he really is mm. tempted in the yeah. last second he just stops yeah you know, and that, and that it shows that Joker is like putting so much stress in him. Like it yeah. shows the power and influence Joker's having. Yeah. Over but it also shows you know. his his vulnerability. Yeah, it shows Bruce, his humor again, showing that thing that like, he has weaknesses. He's yeah. not perfect. You yeah. know. Um, yeah. No. Um, I think are we ready to vote? Yeah. 
That was the car. I knew the carriages would be the... 30 years later. Yeah. Well, like, to me, that, that that's the most interesting aspect of anything is the yeah, characters. Yeah, um, Okay, so... More often than not, anyway. Liam? Characters? Yeah, the Dark Knight. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. It's clear. Yeah. <laughs> With the fact that we've been talking for, I don't know how long yeah. now, but if I think yeah. a lot more on the Dark Knight yeah. than we did, than we did <laughs> on Batman, but... Yeah, it's, it's not even close, yeah. to be honest. Um, the Dark Knight... Batman is a really enjoyable film and well-crafted, uh, excellent music, um, well-directed, some very good acting. I think Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson in particular are excellent in it. Um, I, I love... It's so important... I mean, ridiculously important in the history of comic book mm-hmm. movies. Like, that's not to be underestimated. Mm-hmm. Like, it changed everything. Yeah, okay. Um, what did you think of Batman overall? Yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a fun film. Um, <coughs> I liked Michael Keaton as uh, as Batman, and I really liked uh, Jack Nicholson as Joker. Um, again, I thought it was like a darker version of Romero's Joker in um, in the the Adam West uh, series. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a fun film. I enjoyed it, but I thought Dark Knight was like a brilliant film, like just and like it didn't feel like. Just like oh, it's a, a comic book film. It just felt like just a re- just a film that happened to have a comic book based on a comic, but it's just a brilliant film. You know what I mean? Similar to to Joker, it just it's a character from a comic. But I it's just I, a great I, film. I usually say you know what I mean? that how people perceive perceive pe- people who who watch The Dark Knight and The Joker finally understand what comic book fans have known for years, in that these characters are are amazing and when treated properly, tell really, really engrossing, um, captivating, intelligent stories. People think of Adam West and they think of maybe comics from the 70s where, you know, uh, Batman fought a radiated orange or something. But uh, comics, you know, now have some phenomenal stories phenomenal characters and these films are finally approaching the level of top comics mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say they've, they've reached it I'd say they're just just below the level of the of the top comics I think it's my final my final comment on, on The Dark Knight though is like I remember like when so I didn't see it till I'd say maybe seven or eight years after it came out and I remember everyone was saying like not everyone but a lot of people were saying like it's like the greatest film ever this and that so I think when I saw it the first time I was kind of maybe expecting a little more uh, mm. not saying I didn't enjoy it but I think watching it the second time I think I enjoyed it more yeah. so I actually watched it a few days after again um, did you? yeah I did yeah I watched it a few days after again um, I I thought it was a brilliant film yeah like, really, really, I think I, I thought the characters were brilliant uh, again the stuff with, I just the stuff with Dent in the end with the with Commissioner Gordon, just stuff like that. It's just really, uh, it's engrossing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really, it as a story, it's really engrossing. <laughs> and then on top of that, the action scenes are phenomenal. Like I said, it, it was up there with like Jurassic Park, that kind of level for trills, you know, as well. It should so, be. Uh, it's if it's not obvious, Liam loves Jurassic Park. <laughs> I love Jurassic. Yeah, <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is that like, it had both. So it had the trills yeah. with the action sequences, sequences, but then it also had these like fantastic characters yeah. and this really compelling story between Batman and 
you know, joke or what he was doing. Yeah, like, I, 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 I would say in, it, you know it, what I mean? it, it, so it's had both mesh, mesh together. <laughs> a brilliant action film meshed with like this brilliant story of these brilliant characters. Like, I would it's, say it's this, be and, and I, I say great. this with, with pure respect. I would say it's blockbuster perfection. Yeah. It's it's kind of like Jaws a little bit thrilling, yeah. In that it has excellent action and thrilling scenes, but then it also has phenomenal characters Mm -hmm. and acting. Yeah, it has the writing. I mean, basically, it's an all rounder. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite films of all time, Mm -hmm. and I think deserved winner. (laughs) Okay, that's That's uh, officially uh, the end of the first episode, first edition. (laughs) The Uh. MVP. Um, we have ideas for like other ones we're going to do in the future. Uh, I don't think we know yet exactly the next one we're going to do. We have a list. We have a list, though. Yeah, quite a lot of ideas. Um, um, but if people have suggestions, yeah, yeah, definitely throw them out there. Throw them right? in the comments. Do Spotify have comments? I don't know. I've never listened mm-hmm. to a podcast on Spotify. I always. I have, but I don't just comments. But on on, okay. uh, on yeah. YouTube, if you're listening on YouTube, if, <laughs> if you have a suggestion, throw it in there. Yeah. Um, I think we are legally obliged to say like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> I'd, I'd be, yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, do. And if you don't... If you don't, that's your don't. privilege. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, oh, it just again, like, obviously the first, first attempt, so... Uh, apologies for any moments we were kind of maybe lagging I, I think apologies <laughs> for the yeah. magnitude of pauses... Ups, uh, um, talking over each other, maybe even a few stomach grumblings. I'm not sure. Essentially, we're just saying we hope, as I said, uh, over the next couple of editions for it to be a little more smooth. We, we, we hope to it. bring it um, from you know maybe a minus ten up to maybe a minus eight. Yeah, yeah. But that's the aim. You yeah. know. <laughs> okay. And until next time, the minus eight. I'm aiming. I'm Liam. Good night. <laughs>